portafilters and performance. As you learn about espresso and you want to get better with your espresso technique, the, again, the, the bulk of the coffee that I make is out of my espresso machine. You, you learn that you want, in order to what we call dial in the perfect espresso, um, you, you want to change very small pieces of the espresso puzzle and you sort of dial in what what you want to do, and you know there's there's no perfect shot or no perfect espresso pull, however you want to call it. Um, but there are some guidelines that you kind of want to stick to. But based off of your conditions, um, you might react to those things differently. So typically, you might say, okay, you want 18 grams of coffee in, and maybe 36 grams out. So that's water and coffee mixed together. And you might say you want that to take, let's say 30 seconds, in total 30 to 35 seconds. But depending on how things go and your skill as being a barista, um, that can change. So, or, or even based off of the humidity, um, you might have to change some things. And so you might, you might up your dosing. So you might go into like 18 and a half grams or 19 grams. Um, and, you know, depending on how that particular shot is flowing, how you've tamped your shot and created an even, what we call an even puck, um, your shot might be flowing a little bit faster or slower. And you kind of have to react to these things. Um, there's a term called the four M's of espresso, and that's it's it's an Italian term, but it, it breaks down into basically like you have to have a really good machine, you have to have really good beans, you have to have a really good grind, um, and I think it's you have to have oh a really good person behind the machine, uh, a mono I think is what they say. Um, those are the four M's of espresso. And you combine all those factors, and so you as the barista, you have to sort of augment. And one of the tools that you can have to help you create the perfect espresso, and you're always driving, there's no such thing as a perfect espresso, but you're always driving towards that perfection. There's a common phrase that espresso is an afternoon to learn and a lifetime to master, um, because it's very easy to get the basics. Okay, you need to do this much coffee in, this much coffee out um, for this long. Cool, got it. You know, show me the machine. Um, and then you spend the rest of your life, you know, learning about how these little things interact with each other. One of the best tools you can have to creating the very best espresso is something called a bottomless portafilter. Um, a bottomless porter filter is actually a, a beautiful contraption if you're into coffee. I take a lot of coffee videos using a bottomless porter filter, but it's an incredible tool for diagnosing problems. So if if you are if you see that the espresso is coming out unevenly, so it's coming out on one side faster than it's coming out on another side, um, you know you need to change your tamping technique or you need to change your distribution technique. Um, if you see, um, you know, uh, it's coming out too fast, you're going to see that much more easily. A typical 
to, to give you an idea, a typical portafilter, you've probably seen it if you've ever looked at a coffee machine is, you know, a portafilter has those two spouts and then, you know, you have this liquid that comes out of those two spouts. Well, with a bottomless portafilter, I guess I should have explained this first, but a bottomless portafilter doesn't have those spouts. It's like literally cut off. Um, and that allows you to see that sort of mesh where your espresso puck is sitting. And so it really helps you dial in that perfect espresso or that idealized version of that espresso. And what's great about that is that there's nothing to hide behind. You you can't hide behind your a normal, you know, t double spout portafilter. You see everything that's going wrong or everything that's going right. Um and I kind of had this comparison yesterday or today, I guess last night, because I was thinking about it. And then this morning as I was sort of thinking about what I was going to talk about today, which is um, I work on websites and we talk a lot about performance. And when you have a complicated website, there's a lot of different players that are involved in creating a website. And... You know, if, if you're at a reasonably sized company, you might have different teams you have to work with um, for a, a given site. And this can be a challenge, um, especially in performance, because you might say, hey, um, we're slow because you are causing us to be slow. And or, you know, and, and the, the finger pointing kind of goes goes all the way around in circles. Um, if you... And what we have done over time is we've actually controlled more and more parts of our stack. We used to say, oh, you are slow because of the logins. Our login screen is slow. We're going to blame the login people. Or our navigation is slow. We're going to blame the navigation people. Or our, the product we use to build our website is slow. So we're going to blame that. Well, if all of a sudden you control the entire stack, um, there's a lot less finger pointing. And we've been able to sort of... Uh, you know, identify these individual pieces. So, you know, let's let's fix what we call the CMS or the content management system. That's going to be super fast. Um, let's fix the underlying frameworks to that deliver the pixels and features. Okay, that's going to be super fast. Let's fix our navigation, our global navigation. That's going to be super fast. Let's fix our what we call our identity system. So how you log in and stuff, that's going to be really fast. And all of a sudden, if you pick off all of those things, the spotlight sort of becomes very precise. And all of a sudden, anything that is not extremely fast, um, there is a spotlight shining on those individual services that are, that are not as performant because they have, they can't blame you anymore. They can't say, Hey, it's your fault because you're like, actually we are 100 out of 100. And when we put you on the page, we are 55. We're at 50% when we put you on our page. Um, and I, I liken it to the, the portafilter because you have all these variables, but at the end of the day, what comes out it's very obvious where the problems might be, and and you have this tool. Um, and so, yeah, I was up until I think ten o'clock last night thinking about uh, website performance because uh, there was another team that was sort of like pointing fingers at us, and I'm like, well, again, we're we're one hundred out of one hundred, and and you're not, so I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> And, and yeah, so that, that took up way too much of my mental space. And um, it's a good reminder for me that I need to check out 
much sooner. Even if I'm like wanting to obsess about something and prove someone wrong or get the data, mine the data, um, it's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it because I, I effectively got off work at 10 o'clock and I um, could not calm my brain down in time for me to go to bed. So I didn't end up like falling asleep until like one o'clock in the morning. And my day basically starts at six o'clock in the morning. And that is not good for anybody. And with that, I will let you all go. Hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks.